Welcome to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. I believe that every problem has a solution. So the episodes you will hear will be live strategy calls with real entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck. We will spend a few minutes bitching about the struggle and then move forward with finding solutions. You will hear topics about launching offers, mindset, marketing, strategy, and so much more. Remember, we are both the problem and the solution. Now let's get out of our own damn way and get shit done. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to receive a live strategy call, please visit bitchandbrainstorm.com and fill out an application. We would love to have you as our next guest. Everybody, welcome back to the Bitch and Brainstorm podcast. I am your host, Elaine the Brain Terso. I have a new victim here, and we're going to dive in and see what's going on? How can we help? And we're going to help you get some clarity by the end of this call. So take it away. Tell us who you are, what do you do, and what's keeping you stuck? Hi, everyone. So my name is Vanessa. I'm the CEO and publisher of East End Taste. We're a digital sustainable travel and food publication based on the eastern end of Long Island. And I've been at the helm of East End Taste for about six years now or since 2016. I'm also the founder of the annual um, event series in the Hamptons called the Hamptons Interactive Brunch. And that takes place every summer, usually in July or or early August. And other than that, um, I my background is in actually creative writing. And I was doing some freelance writing before I actually dove in and took on what originally was a passion project, uh, which now is a, a digital publication and media platform. And as far as what's keeping me stuck, well... <laughs> I'll tell you, it's been quite the roller coaster ride for the past couple of years. Um, so it's a lot of it had to do with finally just ironing out, um, you know, priorities. What's you know what's important because what I guess the trick is, is this comes from you know starting my digital publication. Really, I come from a writing background. I didn't come from you know media or marketing background, if you will. Um, for sales. But with that being said, is it's so hard to perhaps put a value on what you love. And in addition to that is finding people that are as passionate as you are to to help you. I've had some success with some really good people, but the biggest trick is the whole is just sales and you know, really convincing um, you know, those of your value. When people see media, unfortunately people think, oh you know, free editorial, free publicity. And it's so, it's perhaps still impossible to this day to explain to people, no, there is value in this. Um, And I look forward to discussing that further. Yeah. So when you talk about sales, are you talking about like ad space and trying to convince people to purchase ads in your publication? That that is correct. Or sponsored articles. Those are what, what I usually try to push. Okay. So ads and sponsored articles. Okay. So do you do any other besides the digital publication? Um, do you do anything outside of that? Are you, do you have um, any social media platforms? Are you doing any videos? Are you doing anything like that? I do. I do. Um, so it's, in, is, you know, it's interesting with East and Taste, that was actually our Instagram account was the big uh, breadwinner, if you will, for, I would say from 20, from nearly from 2016 until I would say early 2020. 
And then right at that time, it started to just take a little bit of a nosedive and it really had a hard time picking up since. And I wonder if it, a lot of it has to do with those algorithm changes, um, especially recently in this past November with you know Meta and all that. And it's not even, even just with advertising on the platform and even on Facebook, it doesn't seem worth my while or worth the investment. And unfortunately, the industry is so, so, so saturated at this point with personalities and platforms on these social media accounts I knew for a number of years now it it was sort of going to go in that direction there was only there was a bubble that was about to burst and it has in my opinion yeah so can you tell me a little bit more about what is the purpose of the publication like what are you trying to um convey to people what message are you trying to send so the best way I like to describe it is we bring the Hamptons to the world and the world to the Hamptons. So what I mean by that is people think, oh, you know, you know, life's, you know, rich, you know, rich, famous playground, um, you know, but it's a lot more than that. I grew up here and I know a lot of the, you know, the local community, uh, you know, the, the whole farm to table movement, you know, all that good stuff with, uh, you know, uh, you know, what they call bonnikers, if you will, are the real locals that have been here for three generations plus uh, versus the the new money that, that came in, um, you know, back in the 80s during the Wall Street boom. Um, so, you know, it's funny how people perceive, they think, ooh, you know, everyone's rich there. That's totally false. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, with that being said, so I like to, you know, show people an inside look into a place that I, I know perhaps just as well as, you know, a lot of these locals out here, if not more, because um, I've come from, my, my husband comes from over four generations out here, but anyway, I digress, but, um, and I, and I've do, done a lot of traveling uh, these past mm-hmm. few years, mm-hmm. and um, it's a really nice bridge. We're actually the only publication um, in, on Long Island that does the, um, the component or mixed component of travel and uh, local coverage. And with that being said, a lot of our readership, I think right now we're at 32% of our readership is internationally based or European based. Okay. And so um, you don't have any printed publications at all, just online? Yeah, no, no um, it is just online. It was the intention to go print, but honestly, it's, it's, that's a whole other ballgame. It's not only extremely expensive, it's it's unfortunately very wasteful, um, especially out here. You see a lot of these publications, there's so many of them out here and they're just mm-hmm. strewn about and then a rainstorm comes and it's mm-hmm. really sad to look at. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to become in a, jump into a saturated market. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, it is something I'm still toying with, but I would only do it once a year and I would actually launch the publication overseas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when people go to the magazine, um, what are they, what are they going to find? Is it going to be featuring local restaurants and events? Is it featuring a dish? Is it featuring vendors? Like what is it, what do they find inside the magazine? Sure. So they, they learn about like different chefs, um, he, uh, both locally and inter- internationally based. We like, we love profiling chefs, recipes, recipes from resorts, um, sustainability movements with, um, you know, family owned hotels, overseas and domestically we in destinations that perhaps people have an interest in traveling to from here so there's an interest in like North Carolina for example Virginia uh, Florida etc uh, we'll do like familiarization articles so we'll do like most beautiful towns in x state um, you know re- you know like I have a writer based in the UK and she was in Amsterdam and she did 20 best cheese shops in in Amsterdam that's actually one of our top 10 best performing articles so li- wow. you know little things like that um, okay. 
that, you know, because people love, we, we always, whenever we do an article, we always think of it as some sort of a tie-in to the Hamptons well. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a big cheese monger, you know, okay. type out here. Yeah, yeah. Little things like that. So is your publication um, free or is it paid? It's free. Okay. And then, um, so how many uh, advertisers are you trying to get each month? I mean, what is the the goal in sales each, each, do you do it monthly? Is it quarterly? How many, how often are you doing the publication? Sure. So we do, we, we publish articles daily, but we do, when we do um, ad packages, they start off monthly, but then we'll do, we usually do one month, uh, three, three months, six and six months. We never go past that just because of, you know, numbers will probably significantly change within that time frame. And when I say month, those usually just include advertorial or sponsored articles. On a daily basis, we have companies and you know agencies from all over the world pitching us like, oh, I have a, a moving company in Florida. Can we do a sponsored article? And we don't have the time to write them. We actually strongly advise that they have someone on their team that writes the article. We, they submit it. We edit it for SEO and all that good stuff. And, and we publish it. That's how we sustain ourselves mainly right now. And the cool thing there is that it's mostly people that just reach out to us. Um, I've had some local outreach, but I'll tell you what, when people, what is so shocking perhaps is we have less than 2% of our advertisers are on Long Island. Um, all 98% of them are internationally or domestically based, but they're not from here. It's more people that are trying to reach the Hamptons like market. That makes sense. Or Hamptons type readership. Um, so out here. I don't know what it is. They just have this, I have to say it, attitude. Like, I don't need to pay for it. I'm an established business, been around 30 plus years and I don't need to pay for advertising. And I see them in the local paper. I'm like, you're advertising in the local paper and in the mainstream publication. So yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's definitely, um, you know, a tricky, tricky place to be in because the way that our, you know, um, it's almost like you have to show so much more than an ad. Like they really need to be featured in a variety of other ways for them to feel like it's worth it. Because, you know, um, if someone were to ask me to put an ad in a newspaper, I would tell them I'm, they're crazy because, right. Like I don't read the newspaper anymore. You know, it's kind of like one of those things that as technology changes, we got to have to kind of change, you know, the way that we do things. One thing that kind of, um, crossed my mind was, do you guys do any, um, um, best of in your area where people can like vote for their favorite restaurant or anything like that? We would like to, there is a similar component with a, um, another publication out here. It's called like Dan's best of the best. Um, though it has perhaps developed a reputation, I don't know about recently, they have a new ownership or new company owns them, but in the past, um, they, there was a little bit of hush, hush talk that, oh, people were paying to be the best of the best. So when they would get these awards, uh, the, a lot of the local people would be like, they, they would laugh at those rewards, so to say, and go, oh, please, they, they probably had, you know, people pay them off to, to say that. So, but of course, you know, people will say that no matter what, um, it is something I am looking into. I just, to be honest, don't know how to do it 
authentically other than our mailing list, but then you're only reaching a couple thousand people. Yeah. I would love to reach the masses. I was thinking about doing a mailer um, for the post office that that was an option, you know, to introduce, you know, who we are. Um, that we exist uh, because I can't advertise in a, in a newspaper. I can't advertise in another place. That wouldn't make sense. Um, I've tried Facebook ads, but they're so expensive, at least the demographic that I'm trying to reach. Uh, found some success with Instagram ads. Um, I haven't tried Google ads yet. Okay. So I am thinking about that. Okay. So one of the things that, you know, um, back in the day when I was a photographer, our local newspaper um, did this thing every year and it was the best of, you know, best of Bremerton. Then they had one for best of central Kitsap, one for North Kitsap, one for South. It was crazy. And basically what they did was they put it out. And really what happened was the people that were, um, you could write people's names in, or they had, you know, people that were already that had won previous years or been nominated before. And it was literally the people that were being nominated were posting about it, trying to get people to go in and vote for them. And so Mm -hmm. there were also requirements in order to vote. You had to name an email, right? Like they wanted to verify that you weren't some bot, that you had a reputable email address and you can only vote from one IP address. Like they had all of these precautions in place in order to prevent people from cheating in order to win some stupid little contests. Okay. Then what they did was they had, um, uh, to announce the winners, they did a, a publication where, Hey, you won best photographer in Bremerton. Would you like to buy an ad to say thank you to all the people that voted for you? Right. And so that was a way for to, you know, they made a lot of freaking money. Now, remember, this is a self-made publication. Like they were literally, how can we engage our community and get some money in the, in as well? Because, you know, you submit a picture and of course you're going to want to buy an ad because otherwise you look like a douche waffle because everybody else that wins is submitting an ad saying thank you. Right. Um, so I wonder if something like that could be helpful. And I, you know, um, I can go back and look and see if there's any indication of what platform they use in order to, to do this kind of setup, but it was like the categories, like best burger, best steak, best place to hang out, best dessert, best live music, best, you know, movie theater. I mean, everything they had a kajillion categories, including best photographer, best dentist, best lawyer, um, community volunteer of the year, like everything you could possibly think of. And they turned it into this whole community thing. And our chamber of commerce um, actually took the best of Bremerton awards and they wound up doing an awards banquet where they actually had a big thing where people came and they got their awards and it was, you know, but it was the chamber of commerce getting involved in their community to support the local businesses. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know if that's something that uh, makes sense for you guys, but having some sort of event like that, I think could one, let people know that you're a serious publication 
right? And getting new subscribers. And then, um, you know, people are going to, you got to have the no like trust factor. If they don't know you, they're going to be less likely to give you their money. <laughs> right, right. You know, and yes, that's um, true. do you guys do any, like, have you approached any of the people that are like not willing to give you ads and say, Hey, we'd like to feature your restaurant in our publication? Oh yes. Yeah. We we've done that. The one thing that with speaking about the thing that you just mentioned, yeah, we just started a community calendar. Okay. And I've have one of my interns, they're gathering as many emails as they can of just local businesses. We're not subscribing them to the mailing list. We're just compiling them and we send out mass emails. We get a bunch of new emails. We send out a mass email, please, you know, you know, introducing our community events calendar. There's a new page on the website and it's become quite successful. We have about between, oh gosh, about eight, uh, eight to 15 submissions a day right now. Um, and even, and the events aren't really starting out here. We're expecting that number to quadruple once the, the season, so to say, starts out here, which is around Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said is people are now finding out and they're really, really eager about submitting their events. Yeah. Um, so what we're, so when you mentioned that, I thought, hmm, you know, what I could do is the ones that are the top, I could say top, well, maybe I could just email all of them, but maybe perhaps starting with the top. 20 businesses or 50 businesses that have been submitting events on an ongoing basis, write them a personalized letter or email, or maybe even put play in the mail, see what, you know, what may be the best tactic there and thank them and say, please, you know, please remember to support local. One of the things I do is on, um, we have a Facebook group and I put in there, you know, a little quote about when you support local, you're supporting a dream or, you know, one of those quotes you pull and you give the credit to the, whoever said it, but, um, you know, hopefully that resonates with some people. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people love the post, but they actually don't act on it. So we're still figuring that out. So my, they know with, with sales, I, there's some sort of a study where it's like 40 or 50 points until that it actually takes place. So it's quite a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, like, what's the big, the big picture of what you, what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish with this? Sure. I mean, it's, it's really to just continue growing. Um, I'm hoping that at some point the publication continues to just make more, um, you know, a steady stream of income or, you know, passive income uh, where I could just put it aside, have that as my, you know, my, my, my salary, if you will, and be able to go back to my creative writing. Mm -hmm. That is, you know, I know that sounds very like, well, you know, but I mean, I love that, but it's more of, I don't want to let that go. But at the same time, I do want to focus on my own endeavors without pushing that, you know, without deleting it, so to say. Yeah. So in your creative writing, like what kinds of things do you, what's your passion about writing when it comes to writing? I love realistic fiction, um, not, you know, novels um, based upon, you know, high school, college relationships. I love um, psychological, like thriller um, stories, crime stories. Um, yeah, no, I'm then I'd love to get back into playwriting. I did that when I was in college. So I'd love to mm-hmm. jump back in. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of, a lot of projects that I put, you know, a pause button on uh, long, quite a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd love to get back into that. Yeah. So then what's keeping you in, in this thing, if it's not really like the thing that you want to do? 
Well, it's not, I guess perhaps it's something that I do love. I don't know how to, how to explain it. There is a little bit of a, not high, but like it, it is a little bit of a rush, if you will. Do, you know, it is, it is fun. Um, but I don't know. I don't like, I don't like necessarily giving up. I don't like giving up. Um, I feel that there always is something to it. And I mean, we have a really good rapport, you know, in general for those that do know about us, especially, you know, locally, um, it's, you know, nothing but po very positive things. Um, but in addition to that, I do like, I do put on an annual event series that's completely separate. Um, but it's more, I think with why I don't want to say let it go is I'm trying to build my own, you know, perhaps presence um, to gain, you know, to gain publicity. So for instance, um, I've been doing my own PR for the past couple of years um, to be quoted as like a Hamptons like travel expert or you know, expert on the region. So a lot of different publications will call upon me to, you know, speak about the different travel trends for the season and such. And so I feel like with, with East as, as my base, if you will, um, or platform, um, it's a nice thing to kind of fall back on there, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it just, it kind of strikes me though, is that it's not really related to what it is that you right. really want to do. Right. You know, so- well, what good is the publicity if yeah. it doesn't help you with, with your creative writing? Well, I think it's because creative writing, I've always known, you know, it's a very different, you know, tricky um, field to, you know, to be in and it doesn't pay the bills at all, really. Right. Um, that's really why, whereas, you know, like I have my background actually in, in um, English as a second language. Mm -hmm. um, so I was you know, teaching for a little while as well. Um, so I feel, I don't know, I feel like, like um, something, it'll iron itself out, especially after my, my children get older. We'll, we'll see yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I wonder, are you doing any video or interviews, podcasting, anything like that around the area? will be more come this summer um but yeah that's a whole other you know getting getting dressed up and styled is you know people think it's easy but it's really really not it's it's a lot um you know it takes quite a quite a bit of effort and it's also not cheap too especially out here but it anyway it is something that I do intend to be doing more of come season so I do a lot of like red carp you know red carp appearances event appearances I'm um you know co-chairs for a lot of the different um benefits out here and fundraisers so I do get become a lot more involved mm -hmm. um with 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 functions and such yeah yeah so um I know one of your main questions is like how do we get more sales right how do we get more sales right. so um you had mentioned you know doing like a, um, you know, should we send a letter? Should we send an email? And I say no to all of that. What I would do is I would do um, a delivery, like a personal delivery of some sort of, whether it's um, little baskets of candy or it's some, you know, something that is specific to um, your area you know, like some areas um, along the ocean, it's saltwater taffy, right? And I don't know what right. you guys have over in that area, but being right. able to have a little something that you can drop off to each little location that has maybe a postcard, maybe there's um, a handwritten note inside, you know, um, just wanted to drop this by, hope everything's going well, um, you know, especially post COVID. I know restaurants and stuff were really struggling to kind of bounce back after 
you know, all the COVID crap. So, right. you know, um, instead of doing handwritten letters, instead of sending an, an email, I would really like go be present, be a person and, you know, drop something off that's completely branded with the name of your magazine, um, right. got a QR code. It's got, you know, things that make them want to, you know, submit your events to our community calendar and just kind of give them a little brief synopsis of what's going on in the, in the community and how they can be a part of it. I think that's an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, no, certainly. Um, it, it'll, it'll certainly take a little bit, but I think in the end, I think it'll, it'll be quite worth it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think perhaps, you know, starting, you know, maybe with the chamber of commerces mm-hmm. start, um, starting with, um, out here, you would probably start with like the different um, like wellness centers. There, that's the, the big thing out here. Okay. Um, new businesses. There's also what's yeah. kind of cool is in April and May, there's a lot of new businesses opening up, uh, okay. brand new to the area. Yeah. Um, so just a way of introducing yeah. who we are. Yes. There you go. That fantastic. Like a little welcome to the welcome to the neighborhood kind of basket. You right. know. I think that right. would be so fun. And <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to get a little basket of goodies from the neighborhood and to welcome a new business into the area, you know? Right. Absolutely. And, may- and maybe some of the businesses that are already promoting and advertising with you, maybe they you feature some of put some of their business cards or a coupon or something like that because they're already an advertiser with you. So maybe they get a special little promo for the new businesses in the area yeah that'd be amazing that's certainly something we could put together yeah so I think that could be um a really nice way to kind of um you know stay in touch with the community but you know the chamber of commerce I always think is a really probably one of the most underutilized resources um that business owners just especially younger generation business owners don't really understand what a chamber of commerce was. And I'll be honest with you. I had no freaking clue what a chamber of commerce did until I moved my photography studio above the chamber of commerce. And then I was like, Oh, (laughs) okay. Like I had no idea what they really did. Right. And it blew my mind that I was like, why don't people know about this? You know? Yeah, no, certainly. Yeah. No clue. So I would say doing some sort of, um, you know, voting with results and stuff like that. And maybe you could do some sort of fun thing in the fall um, to kind of, you know, have a shindig to celebrate the winners. And then to get more sales, I would create some little gift baskets and maybe kind of distribute them. You don't have to do them all at once, like do it a little bit at a time, but start with the new businesses and, you know, give them some sort of incentive Um, Hey, if you, you know, advertise, you're going, we're going to interview your business and you get to go into our publication. We're going to do a special write-up about you. Would you like to buy an ad to go with it, you know, and give people a discount or a coupon to come in and and visit you, you know, and let the neighborhood know that you're here. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, does that, does that feel, uh, like it's an alignment for you? I certainly think so. Yes. And I, yeah. I, I think definitely starting with the chamber of commerces and then, you know, the new wellness centers and such, you know, really more the, the local mom and pop shops. I think they would really yeah. appreciate that a lot because I know Absolutely. you'll tell you, talk to, 
talk to a lot of people out here and the biggest consensus, you know, what people say all the time is nobody gives a darn, you know, about what we're doing or mm. so I think it'll yeah. resonate really well. Absolutely. And really put that emphasis on, you know, shopping small. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Well, do you feel like you got the clarity that you need in order to kind of, kind of spark some new ideas for you? Yes. And I can't thank you enough for that. I appreciate oh, your time good. very much. Good. Well, it was yeah. a pleasure talking with you. Likewise. All right. Everybody have a great day.